Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, the devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand. And so today we are in Revelation chapter 1, verse 16, at the very top of the verse, and I'm just going to read it. And it says that he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp, went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And so that very first description of Jesus as the one who in his right hand seven stars. And we have another verse at the tail end of chapter 1, verse 20, that shares with us some more about this. And so Jesus is now talking to John in verse 20, and he identifies that John saw some things that he did not understand. And so verse 20 reads, The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands is this, that the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. And so we see in this vision that John has that Jesus is holding the leadership of the churches in his hand. And this is a powerful description of the the intimacy of Jesus and his purposefulness towards the churches. And Daniel and I are going to spend some time discussing about uh, whether these stars were the angels of the churches or whether they were the leaders of the churches and so forth. But today we just want to really focus on Jesus, the one who holds the churches, the one who is purposeful and intentional. And so, Daniel, share with us some more about this description of Jesus. Well, obviously it's a privilege uh, to be able to meditate upon the one who holds the seven stars on his right hand. And Jesus, because you are the one who holds the seven stars in your right hand, I am in your right hand because I belongs to one of the churches of which you have given the stars a bright shining light to to just uh, shine your light in those uh, community of believers. And because I'm part of those uh, shining uh, and burning community of believers, I ask you today that I may be the like of the world just as you are the like of the world. So as we meditate upon the fact that Jesus holds, the verb holds is very important. It talks about ownership. It talks about belonging. It talks about the tightness, that the protective, the nurturing, the blessedness of being in the hand of the Lord, not just any hand but the right hand, the right hand in the Bible. We have Exodus 15, 6 and many other scripture that's listed in the devotional uh, material where the right hand of God often signifies the tangible, discernible blessing and uh, works of the Lord. In other words, God is manifesting and allowing not only the believers within those local churches, but also those who are in the community who have not yet believed and those who come in interaction with those churches to discern that His right hand is at work and He's holding these churches and He sent His messenger, the Angelos, to be over each and every one of these churches. And obviously, as Blair mentioned, this uh, messenger or angelos or angels 
could be human messenger. If we believe that, then it probably refers, the stars refers to the human leadership that God has assigned and appointed over each of the churches. However, if you believe that these angelos refer to angelic supernatural being, then there are just like the Lord assigned messenger angels over little children, the Lord assigned angels over his local churches. Now, uh, obviously, these are hard to uh, conclude because uh, Paul himself, uh, John himself called these the mysteries of the seven stars because it's a mystery. Let's not try to be too dogmatic about whether it is literal human leadership or angelic being. You know, let's say that it is possible that the human leadership also involved the help of the angel, which is consistent with the principle of the scripture throughout. And also in the life of John as a bishop, a, the head bishop of the entire region of Asia Minor, with bishop over the city of the seven churches, Smyrna, Pegamos, Thyatira, Laodicea, and all these different ch churches has a bishop over them. And uh, there are human leadership over them. And this human leadership has the help of angelic messenger. We all minister with the help of angels in the name of Jesus. So over here, we see that the Lord assure us that each of these churches are not without God-ordained help. And even though we may go through challenges, persecution, trial, and all different internal and external challenges, the Lord assure us, if we bow ourselves before Him and humble ourselves before Him, He will send us help in a timely way. So, I believe the biggest lesson for me as I meditate on Jesus as the one who holds the seven stars on His right hand is the fact that, that we are in the palm of His hand. And the destiny of the churches is in the palm of his hand. And he's actively involved by sending his angels over each and every one of these churches. And Daniel, I think about how uh, emphasis is put upon the leaders of the people in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Peter writes about it quite extensively. But in the Old Testament, the Lord has specific addressing uh, specific times that he addresses the leadership, whether mm -hmm. good or whether not, mm -hmm. over the people. Mm -hmm. And it's we see that it's part of the Lord's divine strategy and divine will mm -hmm. that uh, though he is the ru ruler of his people, he uses human rulers also. And so in this picture that Jesus is addressing, uh, as we see in these next couple of chapters, chapter 2 and chapter 3 of, of the book of Revelation, J Jesus is addressing these leaders in this picture, he's holding these leaders. And I would think as a pastor, to have that imagery of being held in the right hand of Jesus would be comforting, would be assuring, would give you the fear of the Lord, but would also know that he has, he's entrusted you with real authority, but it's not apart from him. Well said, I, and the Lord uh, was very clear in the scripture that he says that let, Lord, let not many of you desire to be teachers, for the teachers will be judged with uh, the strictest standard. And the Lord takes, and he also says on the other hand, do not uh, accuse, bring an accusation against the elders without the testimony of two or three. 
So the Lord does focus very strongly on the role of uh, those appointed into leadership and He warned us not to put a novice into leadership, that the, the leaders of the church must be filled with the Spirit, must be uh, must have certain criteria that's listed in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and uh, many other reality that involve deacons and also elders and bishops uh, is listed in the church so that um, the church leaders can function as governmental stewards over the local body of believer. So, um, but in the book of Revelation, it's so assuring to know that God does not leave the governing of the church just to human uh, believers that are anointed by Him and He sent them as divine help. He is very involved. His right hand is holding it all together. He's not leaving it alone. Mm -hmm. So at any time, he has full involvement and visibility. And as you said that in the letters of the seven churches, he was so precise in affirming them in what they're doing well, encouraging them to continue in what they're doing right and doing well. At the same time, he's rebuking them to give them a chance to repent and overcome in order to receive his reward. So I believe in our daily walk with the Lord, whatever tier of stewardship and leadership God is entrusting to us, we must be mindful that we do not serve the Lord with our own strength and might and our own wisdom. There's divine help available. At the same time, the entire governance of all the churches, He's the head, we're the body. So He holds everything in His right hand. Yes, and so I think also from the congregation perspective, most of our audience listening to this have probably fit into these two categories, either being a part of the congregation or part of the leadership. From the congregation perspective, it's knowing that the Lord has picked your leader. And not only that, when the leaders may not be making certain decisions that you agree about, obviously you can vocalize that according to uh, the biblical pattern that is prescribed by the the scripture and also prophesy the truth, encourage, uh, admonish each one according to the word of truth. However, at the same time, you also trust that the Lord has appointed those leaders. Therefore, He will deal with each one according to the measure of grace. And so we don't have to take everything into our own hands. and and stir up complicated church politics. God has a way to establish people. He has a uh, way to remove people. He has a a way to enlarge them uh, in terms of influence and spiritual authority. He has also a way to uh, give them some time out. Mm -hmm. So God is very serious with church leadership. Mm -hmm. So Daniel, let's pray. Yes. So Jesus, we say thank you for this revelation of who you are, that you are the one who in your right hand holds the seven stars that John sees. You hold the leadership of the church. You are so intimate that you empower them and you also stretch out your hand to judge them if needed. Yes. You hold them in your authority. You hold them in your tenderness. We say thank you because... Jesus, because you are the one who holds the seven stars in your hands, I am one who is held in your hand as a leader. Those who are listening, we are are ones who are held in your hand as leaders. And I also am one who is led by people who you hold in your hand. Yes. And I say thank you 
Lord, that we as your people can have faith and trust in you and the leadership that you've put over us. And we say thank you. Lord, because of that today, I ask you to anoint my lips with thanksgiving. Yes. Lord, for I want to partner with who you are as you hold up the leadership that you've put in our lives. Lord, and that I myself might have the comfort and the fear of the Lord upon myself in the leadership that you've given. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen and amen. We want to thank you for joining us for our Jesus 360 podcast. We're excited for you to join us next time as we continue through the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul with your love. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy.